Hey everyone, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like an asteroid bringing reality back down to earth. Today on the show, uh, today on the show, I'm going to offer a bit of a trigger warning only because of A, the language I use, B, I talk about religion and a little bit of politics, uh, and C, my tone overall is a little bit sharper because today we're challenging ideology, the general concept of ideology and how a lot of people apply it, and myself included, in religion, in relationships, in career decisions, things like that. And really the crux of it is using all of these questions to help you strengthen your resolve within those things. If you feel so strongly about how your relationship is going or how your religion is working for you and how your career path is working for you, asking yourself tough questions is an important aspect of being able to strengthen your resolve. Again, like we talk about it all the time that you can't just affirmation your way through life, like pushing things down and avoiding things like does not make it disappear. Sweeping things under the rug means it's out of your visual visible view, but it's still a problem, still something you need to address. So at some point, right? So whether you're dealing with it now or when you lift up the rug and you have to deal with it when you do that, it's like at some point you're going to have to address these issues better sooner than later. And sometimes we keep our heads in the clouds and when your head's in the clouds, you can literally see nothing but other clouds. Like you just kind of play around with this notion of, of big dreams and big goals, but like, how do you even get there? You can't see the ground anymore. Right? So the idea is to try to find a way to connect your, your ideology to the ground, you know, finding ways to move things forward in a way that allows you to take credit for being able to move forward and build big things and, and build big aspects of your life and, and connect, create better connectivity between you and your religion or you and your partner or you and your job, things like that. It's about asking those questions and getting at you in a way that's this episode's going to make you uncomfortable. Um, some of you might cheer at it, <laughs> but it's going to make a lot of people uncomfortable. And I am both apologizing for it and not because these are tough things that we need to work through. And the negative aspects of humanity and reality are important for us to build strength within. Because again, avoiding bad things is impossible. We're going to lose family members someday. We're going to lose relationships. We're going to lose jobs. We're going to lose things that are close to us. And it never gets any easier, but there are ways to strengthen who we are, to realize that there are things we can control, that we do have ways of being able to take credit for the good things that we do do. And sometimes being in the clouds too much doesn't allow us to you know, make the connections we need to make in life. You're expecting your partner to be a certain way. You're expecting religion to be a certain way. And you're expecting your career to go a certain path or you want to change the world. And like, you don't even know what exactly that looks like. Right. So it's about kind of drilling down a little bit, getting into some details, asking tough questions, and maybe pointing a few fingers a little bit, but I'm pointing them at myself too. Right. I'm clear. Well, I'm clear about that as much as I can in the episode. So again, this is a warning, but Hey, it's coming, you know, listen to that rad song and let's do this thing. So thanks for being here. Appreciate you guys. And uh, thanks for joining me on dopamine. Let's go. Drums, please. <laughs>
All right, everyone. Welcome to the show. I hope you guys are doing well. Happy Monday. Uh, I'm I'm just a little out of it today. I mean, it, it it happens all the time. I'm sure I've said that on the podcast a million times, but I I'm like kind of unfocused and totally just kind of all over the place. Like uh, everything's a mess. I don't know where to go first. I was going to try playing with like doing my client work first this morning and then doing all of the dopamine and scheduling and all that stuff. And I don't, it's doesn't feel right to me. So I'm recording this episode and then I'm going to do some client work. So we'll see how that goes. Cause I feel like this is like my therapy. This is me like purging stuff. <laughs> so it's kind of nice to just like talk and get it out of the way and feel like I'm communicating and having fun and whatever. So I don't know. That's just what I do. So um, today I wanted to talk a little bit about idealism, uh, something that I, I haven't really worked out fully what this topic's going to entail. So we're just going to kind of work on it as we go. But really like ideologies, like we get attached to ideologies. And I want to talk about it from my perspective as much as I can, but I know I've seen it in other people as well, getting almost too attached to a certain type of ideology. And I'm not just talking religion, though religion is an aspect of it. Uh, I'm really talking about you know, the grand big picture stuff that we fall in love with, you know, like I want to change the world, like things that just you're keeping your head in the clouds, maybe a little bit too much. Right. And I think, I think that happens to a lot of us. I think it especially happens to like the younger generation, millennials, anyone that's probably 35 and under at this point, like uh, there is just this probably 25 to 35, maybe a little bit younger too, but really everyone in that sort of realm, we were raised by parents who were kind of selling us on the American dream. I don't know if, especially if anyone has like immigrant parents or, um, you know, any kind of parent that is just kind of selling them on a future, like, you know, we're suffering today. So you can deal with like the, so you can, you can have a better life kind of thing. Like, I think we are, I, th I think we've been kind of had that ideological perspective of life drilled into us. Like you can do anything you want. And I, that's not exactly true. <laughs> um, so but, but there's nothing wrong with those dreams, right? I'm not saying anyone can't have dreams and I'm not saying I shouldn't have dreams either. Cause I definitely have big picture goals and dreams, but sometimes focusing so much on the big picture uh, just keeps us from trying to make that thing a reality. Uh, and sometimes even that ideology is so like big and vague that it's like, okay, but how are you going to get there? Like, what does that even mean? And the reason I thought of this podcast episode is because I was watching and you should go listen to or watch on YouTube. There is, um, ask Gary V. He did an episode with uh scooter. I forget his last name. Scooter Bowman. I think maybe something scooter, something, uh, you'll, you'll I mean, it's the only one where there's a guy named scooter <laughs> and, uh, he's like a music producer and, and a guy that finds, finds talent. And, um, Towards the end of the episode, actually the last caller that they took, it was someone that they, Scooter was like, okay, I got this feeling. Let me, let me talk about, uh, this let, let's, let's, let's take the last caller because like I've been on shows where I feel like the next person's going to be the big thing and we don't take it and I want to take it. So they took the next call and it was someone who called in and they were just like, I've been trying. She was this girl, Brooke, who is on Gary V's Twitter account now, um, who, she was very much 
Like she came to the show and she was just like, I've been trying to get an internship <laughs> and uh, Gary V got really excited about it. And, you know, go check out the show. There's a lot of stuff that happens. Basically they gave her an internship and, and went through this whole thing. But during the process of trying to explain things, like they were asking her specific like questions like, okay, what are you good at? What do you do? What are your goals? And she would just go into this place of like, I want to change the world. It's like, okay, but a business owner can't do anything with, I want to change the world. Right. I mean, if you're, if you're an artist, if you're someone who's trying to sell something, if you're trying to get an internship, you're trying to get your foot in the door, you're trying to make strides towards a dream. Like, and you're trying to practically tell someone something like you're trying to get into a business or you're trying to take the next step because you're not going to take the big leap right away that immediately jumps into the thing that you're trying to do. Because saying that you're going to change the world is like this big amoebus, like, what does it even mean? Right? <laughs> How, in what ways, what can you do today that works towards that goal? And especially when you're trying to express that to uh, someone that you're trying to, to connect with, the, to be in business with, or whatever the case may be, you know, like, what does that even mean? Like, how do you translate that to other people? And again, it's not meant as a way to discourage anyone. I don't want to discourage you from having dreams. I don't want to discourage myself from having dreams. I have big picture stuff all the time, but sometimes we get so ideological. We, we have this grand vision of like peace on earth and this big perspective of, you know, our, our family's happy. We're happy. We're doing like, you know, it, it's, it's, an, it's kind of an extension of like, you know, uh, uh, people using the term, I just want to be happy. Right. And trying to find the thing that's going to get them there. Like it's an end state, like it's an end goal. Like it's a, all right, I'm happy now. And I'm going to be happy for the rest of my life. Like I'm not going to experience any bad emotions ever again. <laughs> and I think that's the same with any kind of ideology. Like we're, we're working towards, you know, this big picture piece on earth thing, but like, we don't even know if that's possible first of all, but then you have to kind of, so, I mean, it's not, it's like you start from the big picture dream and you kind of drill down a little bit. So like, okay, start with what does peace in your community look like? What does peace within you look like? What does peace within your relationship look like? You know, if it's something like that, like peace on earth, you know, but it's really about your sphere of influence, right? Because I don't think any, there's no one person that has an influence on the entire world. I mean, all 7.7 .7 billion people at the same time. Yes, there are ripple effects and whatever, but there are some people who are still not touched by things that there are people who don't know who Donald Trump is, <laughs> you know, and, and there are people in the world that don't care. You're right. So as much as we think about that and we're like scared about nuclear war and the big things and all that stuff, like people don't like things don't affect people as much as you think they do. Right. So that's like the big picture thing to think about is like, if even someone who is that big and full of notoriety and has, um, you know, all of these, major connections in ways that you don't as an individual, first of all, it doesn't mean you can't aspire to that, but it also doesn't mean that you are, um, and I mean the position, not him as a person. <laughs> um, if you, you know, if you, if you can't aspire to that, um, you know, you, you, you absolutely can aspire to that, but at the same time, it's like, even that like, isn't the actual goal for a lot of people. The goal is again, changing the world, which is like such a, or, 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 you know, uh, making peace on earth or something like that. Again, it's just too vague. It's too big. And, and 
you know, it's, there's nothing again wrong with it, but it's just like looking at both extremes, right? Looking at what you can do today versus what that big goal is, you know, and really allowing that big goal to become something that is clear, you know, like changing the world through, uh, uh, this specific invention that I have in mind. Right. And it's not just about you trying to come up with like this, it's, it's, it's not about, you know, like you need to dream based on something, right? I mean, that's how I feel at least like you need a dream based on something that's actually viable and tangible and a real thing. And, and there's like possibility there. Like you can't just, it start like that, that ideology is a seed, but that ideology can't be something that continues to drive you through the rest of your life. Like, because where does that go? It doesn't go anywhere, especially if you're going to a show like Gary V show and you go to him and your selling point is I want to change the world. Yeah, but how? What makes you special? What makes you the person that's going to change the world? What is unique about your positioning point? What is unique about your perspective? What is about unique about your talent and your ability, right? And it's starting to drill that in because it's really, I'd almost say that having such a vague ideology like that is an insult to human beings, to who you are as a person. Because it's just like anybody could have that dream. Uh, I, I think... I think anybody wants some semblance of peace on earth, right? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, a lot of people are operating in the scope of reality and that involves wars and money and all that stuff, which is really frustrating for so many people. But uh, I don't think anybody wants to have to do that. You know, if, if we didn't want, if we didn't need any of that to keep the, the illusion of safety going and money and blah, 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 you know, like I, I think anybody would want that, but like, where, where do you go with that? You know, it's like, it's like, it's like not having an ideology without avoiding the aspects of reality, right? The reality of who human beings are, of how we connect, of what we need to survive resources, you know, realities and relationships and stuff like that. I find that's a thing that, that exists in relationships all the time. This idea of, um, you know, uh, unconditional love, Every piece of love is conditional. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is basically a fact. <laughs> it's like 99% fact. Um, the fact that every bit of love that you experience in life is, has a condition on it. Um, if you, because like there are so many people who, who, who did detach from each other based on like, you know, really crappy things, you know, like your son turned out gay. So you disown them. Like, that's messed up. That's not unconditional love. You know, that happens all the time. And there are plenty of people who do support that. Um, but the fact is that that condition can exist. It certainly means that not all love is unconditional. And that to me means that we need to continue to work towards that, that we need to work towards love. We need to work towards continuing to assess our relationships with people and not just assume that our ideology is guiding the way that that the people that are in our lives are always going to be in our lives regardless of what we do and that's called taking people for granted right so sometimes that ideology gets in the absolute way you know this this thought of unconditional love or like this person's going to be around me forever they might not <laughs> they certainly might not uh that's that's just truth um there are a number of things that could happen you could be physically separated one of you could die um 
you could have an emotional falling out. There could be a major change in your life. You could realize you are not attracted to them anymore. You could realize that, you know, in some shape or form, you will not have, you might not have some sort of um, uh, attachment to them or need for them, or they might not need a need for you anymore, emotionally or security or uh, romantically or physically. You know, there are just a ton of little things that we don't think about. And then again, that's not, that's not meant to cheapen relationships. That is meant to talk to you in a way that allows all of us to continue to not take things for granted because I don't want to take my relationships for granted. That's stuff that I think about all the time. And I have taken relationships for granted, assuming that they'll be around forever. And I just kind of get lazy or complacent and I don't do enough things. Right. Same thing with my ideology. You get into this place of like, uh, uh, you know, you, you get think to thinking that uh, some external force is going to just take care of it for you and just handle it and just be like, well, uh, God's got me. And it's like, no, that just, no, <laughs> no. Uh, even if that was true, like, why would they? Like, why? It's still your responsibility. And the point is that you can have an ideology. You can believe in God. You can believe in religion. But to completely submit yourself to external things as a means to just say your ideology's got it handled, that life will just happen to you in a positive way because you're a good person is naive and ridiculous. And um, I know I'm a little angry on this episode, but ideology is like frustrating to me because it just kind of holds us back. So um, I'm going to take a break. We're going to listen to this little ad real quick, and then we're going to follow up with a little bit more on ideology. Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. Griselda, now streaming only on Netflix. Join me, 48 Hours correspondent Erin Moriarty, on my podcast, My Life of Crime, as I take on true crime investigations like no other. This season, I'm looking into the labyrinth of crime and secrets within families. I'm cutting straight to the evidence and talking to the people directly involved, including investigators and the families of victims. Listen to My Life of Crime with Erin Moriarty wherever you get your podcasts. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. All right. So I'm probably going to lose some listeners on this episode because, you know, we're getting into some real tough stuff. And I know that things like politics and religion are really, really difficult conversations to have for people. And I know that sometimes it can get people on edge. But really, my purpose for asking these types of questions and talking about these things is not to berate you, to not vilify you, to not to not even vilify myself, to to not have to you know, I'm not trying to position myself as like a villain in your life, right? I'm just trying to ask questions. I'm trying to make 
I try to put tough ideas out there into the world to make you think about it, to strengthen your resolve. Because if you really stand true to what it is that you believe in, if it's something that's actually propelling you, then it's not going to shake you by just someone talking about it, right? If I'm inaccurate, awesome. But, um, you know, let's talk about it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm talking about the things that I know and experience. So I'm, I'm trying my, my best. And um, again, one of the things that really, really bugs me about ideology is the use of external forces to justify our direction or justify things that are going to happen to us as opposed to happening, making things happening for us. Right. So just saying like, you know, not giving yourself enough credit for certain accomplishments or coming up with ideas, you know, like, Oh, that was just uh that was just God or whatever other being like instilling an idea in my head. You know, it wasn't me at all. And that's like, how, it, how does that affect someone's self-esteem to, allow you to continue to feel like it's always an external force that is making decisions for you. I've heard plenty of people who are attributing any kind of intelligence that they have to an external force and they continually call themselves stupid or, you know, I'm, I'm not fit for a job or I'm not intelligent in any kind of way because, you know, whenever I do have a good idea, Oh, it was, it was God gave it to me and I call bullshit. I'm sorry. I know that's frustrating and I know that's not easy to accept, but you are a validly intelligent and uh, a capable human being. It doesn't make sense for you to be submitting your capability to an external force that hasn't even been remotely proven to exist. Right. And I know it feels good and I know that's hard, but again, it's another, it's another thing that I talk about in this show is about like bad feelings are not bad you know, bad feelings, negativity, having to work through problems, to work through conflict, to have to question your ideology. And I'm not talking about just religion, but like your perspective on relationships and your career, where it is that you're going, your family, like how everyone quote unquote should be like questioning all of those things is healthy. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think we train ourselves to not get into tough situations to just ignore the bad because like when the bad comes, which it will inevitably inevitably come, you will lose loved ones. Someone you know might come in contact with like mental health issues or some sort of accident. Like there are bad things in life that will happen. You will experience bad feelings. You'll get sad. You'll have to mourn something. You might lose a job. You might have to deal with some sort of bad thing. And to constantly live in an ideology that keeps you in a happy place all of the time, sunshine and rainbows and shit, like it's just not, it's, it's not indicative. You're missing an entirely other important part of the human experience. And I'm not saying to come to the dark side, you know, because like I naturally live in this place and I'm not saying, Hey, come to me. I'm the devil. Come play with me. Like, that's not what I'm saying here. <laughs> what I'm saying is that like, you know, the, the, the middle ground, the neutral ground, having control of both sides, understanding that yes, there is a benefit to the white light, the positive, the good things, keeping a perspective, keeping optimistic, finding a path, finding a dream, finding something that propels you, moves you forward, something that you want, you know, determining what your boundaries are through those ideologies, understanding that this is what I want out of relationships. This is what I want out of people. This is what I want out of my family. This is what I want out of whatever, whatever, whatever. And sometimes that goodness and that ideology keeps people from 
setting those boundaries. And sometimes that dark side, that other aspect of humanity, where you have to work through conflict, you have to ask tough questions, you have to sometimes judge someone or poke at someone or curse at someone or, or get through to someone somehow through a negative way is is part of the way that we set boundaries. Again, if we go too far to one side or the other, that's when things go bad. But again, balance is where life is at. It absolutely is. If you are a person that is just in the clouds all the time, when bad things happen, you're not going to know how to deal with it. And if you are a bad person, or, or I should say bad person, because I don't feel like bad people exist at all, actually. That's another conversation. Um, <laughs> um, but if we're living in this place of just negativity and victimhood and dragging ourselves down and dragging everyone else down around us, not having any sense of optimism at all, constantly cynical, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No one's going to want to be around us. We're not going to be able to move forward. We're not going to build our lives. You know, so it's, again, it's about balance because we have to, there's no reason for someone who is, if, if being positive is not your natural speed, if not having an ideology is your natural speed, then you're going to live in this you know, you're, you're going to need a little bit of help from that. Right. And if you're in the opposite side and you've always had, you know, a good family unit and positivity and you kind of just going through the motions and sort of living within uh, uh, religious circles, or, you know, you've got a good family, you've got a good relationship, things like that, you know, you're not going to be prepared if bad things happen. So you're going to have to kind of dip your toes into some of the, the bad stuff every once in a while and dive into the deep depths of humanity sometimes, because we are all capable of good things and we're all capable of bad things. That's again, why I don't think there's any such thing as a bad person. It's all a matter of circumstance and context, right? So being able to take these ideas of understanding that ideology keeps us in one place in life. It keeps us in the positive typically without having to address the negative. And that is my overall problem with ideology is that we kind of live in a place where everything just has to feel good. We have to keep, you have to keep the high going. We have to make sure everyone's happy. And sometimes making sure everyone's happy means not working through conflict. You know, being happy doesn't mean avoiding bad feelings. Being happy means working through bad feelings. And that means sometimes you need to be able to go to the dark side a little bit, you know, touch on some deep, dark topics, you know, address issues in your relationships, address issues at work, you know, talk about the things that are upsetting you, you know, like combat and conflict against people sometimes. That's why this episode exists because I needed an episode or I I'm in dire need <laughs> every once in a while I get in dire need of wanting to just poke the bear. Right. And I get in this, this episode, maybe this entire week. So brace yourselves could be about kind of asking tougher questions and poking at things and really getting you to listen because I am kind of sick. I am real sick of things pretty quickly. <laughs> so I get really sick of ideologies. I get use of the, I get sick of, of these sort of, uh, uh, broad terms, you know, even ideology is a broad term, but I get sick of really, really broad concepts like authenticity and people just kind of reciting things, right? The whole fake it till you make it thing. Fucking hate it. It's the worst. This episode's explicit. Sorry. <laughs> I'll see that in the intro, I guess. Um, but it, it is real frustrating to just kind of see people going through the motions and not asking tough questions and not getting to the meat of it. Because like, you know, if you're not being able to dive deeper and get into the heart of things, 
then you're not going to get the full breadth of life. You're just coasting. You're just sailing. You're just sitting on the stoop and doing nothing. And that's just been a frustration that I've dealt with my entire life. And again, it's not my job to fix you. It's not my job to fix anyone. I'm doing this for me. <laughs> I'm doing this because I need to grow as a person too. Um, you know, and, and I want to double stress that I am nothing against religion as a whole. You know, I, I, when I was younger, I had a lot of negative ideologies about religion, that it was only corrupting people and it was not helping people. It was not anything that was going to have anyone think clearly, stuff like that. And I've since come around. I understand that religion is positive for a lot of people, that it is connects people, it creates communities. Um, but there is this submission to it that irks me still, that makes me feel upset all the time. <laughs> and something that I have to challenge within myself too, because I have to make sure that I'm not just fighting people for the sake of fighting people, right? I'm not on the other side of it where I'm, you know, living this negative ideology where I'm just like trying to be contrarian essentially and fight everything. Like that's not where this is. This is not what this is about. This is about making sure that you are willing as a person and that I continue to be willing as a person to challenge ourselves and each other to continue to grow, right? Because if we just kind of live in the same place all of the time, like we're just going to keep reciting the same stuff. And human beings, we're very naturally progressive. Like we naturally want to keep growing and evolving. You look at the course of history, right? We didn't just stay in the primal world. We didn't just stay in like, you know, Mesopotamia and pyramids and then, you know, all this other stuff. Like we just, we kept growing as people. We kept coming up with new technologies. We kept coming up with the, we came up with the, the printing press and then the radio and the TV and the industrial age and cars and, you know, all this stuff through like fashion and art. And like, we keep pushing things because humans, we get sick of stuff, but for some reason, there's this sect of humanity that continues to stay in the same place all of the time. We, we tend to go with the fads and we don't, we're, we're a little bit scared of going a little bit on our own and questioning our own, you know, uh, the specifics of these ideologies. Again, it's really easy to live in this wide open space of ideology, right? It's easy to live in this world of, I want to change the world. But once you ask the tough details, that's when it gets tough. And I understand it's really hard, but those details, those little zoom in things are going to get you to the next thing. It's going to get you closer to that ideology. You know, asking those questions, finding the right people, talking about the right things, being willing to be wrong, being willing to, you know, to, to accept and ask, like, am I really being authentic if I keep saying the word authentic all the time? Or, you know, am I really punk rock if I just say I'm punk rock all the time? <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it, that, like, what is that? You know, am I just being or am I saying that I'm being right? So that's kind of the. I think that's the, that's the crux of it all, right? With an ideology, you know, are you saying that you want something? Or are you making something happen? Are you being something, right? Two very, very different things. And again, dreams are good. Be, but being in the clouds sometimes keeps you from seeing the ground and seeing how you got there and seeing where you're going, right? If you're in the clouds, literally, you can't see anything. You just see more clouds, <laughs> right? It doesn't actually get you anywhere. And um, you're just kind of floating and doing nothing, right? 
So what's happening is on the ground. What's happening is real life. And I'm, you know, sometimes I'm not talking about like admin stuff and real basic things. I'm talking about boots on the ground, getting towards that ideology, building the difference, building that tower that connects the ground and the sky, right? Building your dreams and reality in tandem because we can't just live in the clouds. We just can't. I mean, it's impossible. We have real things that are, that are surrounding us all the time. We have crying children. We have relationship troubles. We have things that we have to do at work. You know, we have laundry to do. <laughs> you know, we've got real things going on that get in the way of ideologies. But if we're, if we're just so focused on the ideology, then we're just going to let go of all the other things. And like life's going to collapse around us and we're going to have no resources, no ability to build those dreams, no possibility to, to live within the ideology. So to a few key things to take away, you know, uh, like uh, don't dream so much, be more right. Dream and be, it's really both dream more and be more both at the same time. These things work in tandem together. The other aspect is, ideology in terms of positivity needs some negativity. It needs questions. It needs to be, it, you need to feel bad sometimes. You just do, you know, in order, in order to understand the contrast of your dream versus reality, you need to look at some of the negative sometimes. And, you know, external forces are not responsible for anything that you do in life. You know, External forces are not going to be responsible for you getting to your dreams or keeping you from your dreams, which is not something I really talked about is like this idea that again, as much as like, you know, Donald Trump is the president and we look at him as like this, you know, this, this villain essentially that a lot of people look at him as, um, you know, he doesn't have any bearing on your day-to-day -day life. He's not going to swat your laundry out of your hand. He's not going to stop you from the ability to go online and try to build your business. He's not personally trying to stop you from doing anything that you can do, right? Um, in terms of big picture goals, he may eventually get in your way. Yeah, sure. But you're not there yet. Like, you're just not. So why is that stopping you from working towards anything you want to work towards? You're just not there. So stop it. Stop letting your anger get in the way. Stop letting all of this... All of these emotions that have no connective tissue to anything tangibly in reality get in the way. I'm not saying again, emotions are not, emotions are not bad. Emotions in themselves are not a bad thing. Work through these things. But if you're connected to like the greater world uh, um, and trying to fight off this feeling of like, you know, experiencing and, and really living in the emotions of things that you have no control over, it's just... I don't know. You just might as well crawl into a corner and be in the fetal position all the time. And it's just not helpful. It's just not, it's just not. So sorry. Uh, hopefully you take this as a pep talk and not just me like attacking you because <laughs> this is not what this is. This is, but I, I'm saying this because I've experienced this again. Like I've said, like I've had the opposite ideology of feeling like religion's not helpful that, um, I've always felt like certain relationships should look a certain way and that's made me lose those relationships. I've always felt my life should look a certain way and that made me not actually work towards it. I was just head in the clouds and, and really like if my ideology is so big and out there, I'm setting myself for disappointment, all setting myself up for disappointment all the time. Right. Uh, I, you know, I was, I was, I had a lot of good things happen in my life and there's still plenty of times where I'm unhappy. Um, not only just because of depression, but because of my career path, you know, because of the, the way that I look at specific ideologies of, of my 
worldview of the things that I want the world to be. And frankly, my world gets better as I realize that there are so many things that I can't control that I have no stake in that I just need to stop worrying about so much. You know, it's all under me. It's all my accountability as a business owner, as someone that is trying to build a business and do my own thing. That is up for me, up to me to continue to ask myself the tough questions to see if I'm just being a jerk or if I'm trying to be interesting or if I'm actually trying to be helpful, right? So I'm sure I'm going to go through this assessment this week too, as I do these episodes, but I think it's important because I think, I think people, I think enough, not enough people are talking about this stuff in a way that is not attacking someone. Right. And again, my point is not to attack you. And if you're triggered by this, uh, if you're upset by this, and I don't mean like triggered in like the, you know, actual mental health, like this may create an episode for you, which I apologize if it did, please, please don't let it, please. I'll put a warning at the top of the episode. So you probably got, have not listened to this then. Um, but at the same time, like if this upset you, then use it as a means to question your resolve, to tackle those tough things, to understand, okay, why did this make me feel this way? Why did what he say make me feel this way? Is there something that I need to work through? Is there something I need to listen to? Is there questions I need to ask other people? Is there a question I need to ask myself? Um, Am I unsure about something that I keep telling myself I'm sure of, right? Am I lying to myself? And that's, that's, that's another key component that I'm trying to tackle with this is sometimes our ideologies are a means to continue to lie to ourselves, to create cognitive dissonance, to keep telling ourselves that everything's going to be fine when there are real things we need to tackle first in order to be fine and not just blindly tell ourselves it's going to be okay. Sometimes it's fine. You know, it's honestly, it is okay to not be okay. As crazy as that sounds, <laughs> it is very okay to not be okay. Like cry, get angry, ask yourself things like question things, call your mom and talk to her about like, why the fuck did you do this to me? Why did you say this to me? <laughs> you know, uh, address your issues, right? Um, I don't know. There's just a ton of little things. I'm kind of veering off the tracks a little bit here, but I I think it's important because there are things continuously holding a lot of us back and creating these illusions of grandeur. And uh, I think if we can get a little bit more connected to the ground, we can actually make big things happen. You know, it's all in service of making big things happen. You can make those big things happen for you and for your community people you love, all of the world's a stage for you, but it starts with today. It starts with now. It starts with asking yourself questions. It starts with seeing what you can actually do, what you can control and how you can move forward. So, all right. Yeah. I'm going to wrap it up there. <laughs> okay. I, this was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. So I apologize. Uh, for that, but, um, sorry, not sorry. I don't know. This was good. It felt good. It felt good for me, honestly. Um, so I, I know that it can be really rough and frustrating. There are probably some of you who are just like, fuck yeah. <laughs> there are probably some of you like, fuck you. And, you know, um, 
if you're angry, please, you can totally call in and tell me that, you know, um, don't attack me personally. That's messed up. But like, what is it that I said that might've upset you? And if we can have a dialogue and I can help you through that, that would be absolutely amazing. Right. And I also offer consulting if we want to do long-term chatting to try to help you through something personally. So you can absolutely hit me up for that too. So hit me up at Let's Go See Notes on all my social channels. Subscribe to the show at dopamine.life. Uh, you can also sponsor the show um, at the same page. And just a reminder that I'm doing a Boss Project Summit on November 6th to the no November 9th. It's sponsored by Dubsado and hosted by Think Creative Collective. I am doing, I'm a keynote speaker on Tuesday at um, Tuesday, November 6th at 2 p.m. It is free to sign up. Go to bit.ly slash cnote summit. But there's also a pre-party pass that allows you to get access to all of the courses, all of the everything, all of the keynotes for basically eternity for as long as the servers stay up for $47. I think it's 47 or 49. I forget. Um, and then you know, it's going to go up once the thing goes live. So get the pre-party pass now, sign up, do the whole thing, the shebang, et cetera, et cetera. So um, that's it. Take care of yourselves and each other. Um, I hope you learned something today. I hope you didn't take this as an attack. This is not my purpose. My purpose is to make sure that you are living, living your life the way you want to, strengthening your resolve, making sure that if you are living within a certain ideology, religiously or or within your relationship or the things that you want out of your work life, that you are solid in that foundation. Because if you are shakable by it, then it's not solid and it still needs to be worked through, right? And it's not about being stubborn. It's about being solid. Like this is, this is my life. This is, this is me, right? So anyway, we can talk more about that some other time, but for now we're going to wrap up dopamine. So thank you. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll catch you next time on dopamine. See ya. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.